Welcome back to yet another thrilling episode of Babble Riot. I'm Elle. And I'm Lo. Your favorite podcast co-hosts. By the way, nobody's safe on this podcast. Just be warned. That's true. If you know us... You're screwed. You're fucked. obviously not well no i can't that wasn't you doing it at all well i guess but like that's the extent you get like two it's like when i skip rocks (laughs) get two bounces and then you're done yeah two if i'm lucky wow we are recording this on april 20th aka 420 blaze it so happy holidays happy holidays you're stuck on this hollow blaze. Happy hollow blaze. <laughs> All right, I'm done. All right. I'm just really excited for the holiday, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't normally participate. That's... Is that true? Do you ever say something and you're like, hmm? That's 100% a lie. <laughs> Why would I say that? Right. <laughs> yes. Okay, cool. Yeah. And sometimes, like, if I'm with you, I can be like, oh, I don't, I just fucking lied. I don't know why. But if I'm with someone I don't even know, I'm like, yeah. I'm just going to go with it. We're I guess. rolling. Yeah. Uh-huh. We're rolling with the punches. Yeah. So we have consumed edibles. We have indeed. And I don't think they've hit yet. Oh. Oh? I'm in a different dimension no, right now. <laughs> so serious. You're literally not. No, I am. Are you? Yeah. Oh. But I feel like when I, if I take an edible and then like go do something, so I like mm. keep active, it's better. But if I take an edible and then sit on the couch, it's like the drowsiest. Mm. So I'm really going to try to pump it up. Wow. <laughs> get pumped, you Whoa. guys. Oh, God. Jesus Christ. How was your week, Lo? Any fun, exciting news? I dyed my hair. Oh my God. That's right. You did. I got my nails done. <gasps> I got a spray tan. <gasps> and... I freaking am leaving for Coachella. You are. Coachella, Coachella. Yes. And I guess Blink-182 is now headlining Sunday night instead of Frank Ocean, right? I know. I kind of wish he would have announced earlier in the week on like Monday or Tuesday. So, so that... they could have more time to find someone? Yeah. LA yeah. is two hours away. Yeah. I mean, but it is probably really difficult to get a whole set together. Unless... Unless you're, like, currently on tour or something, they should just freaking fly Taylor Swift over. But also, like, you could do Coachella. If you're a star and you're filling in for Frank Ocean, Mm -hmm. you don't have to have a set. Like, you're kind of already saving the show anyway. Everyone would understand at that point if it was somebody that was cool. Yeah. I mean, Blink-182 is a not cool, I'm excited to see them. They're not headliner material. No. Well, I didn't get a call, so... That's I was crazy. kind of, I've been on standby kind of all week. Yeah. Waiting. Yeah. I thought you were first on the list. I thought so too. It's crazy. Yeah. But my manager, Christopher, um, he said that they were just going to take from the pool of people already at Coachella. Mm. So because I wasn't already there, they were like, it's probably just easier if we go with Blink-182. So yeah, I'm a little bit disappointed, but 
Did you fire Christopher? No, it's not Christopher's fault, you know. <laughs> Christopher's the best, honestly. <laughs> he works pro bono. <laughs> Is Christopher real? No. Christopher's Jeremy? a lot like Jeremy. <laughs> In the sense that they're not real. Do not exist. <laughs> Fictional characters. Um, no, but I, I love Christopher. <laughs> All right. Cool. I love your hair, by the way. Thank you. It's super cute. Thank she you. She went, like, auburny red. Go check out my Instagram. I'm going to post post the transformation. Oh, my God. You know, you got to fit checks. That's true. Yeah, I'm so jealous. Your Instagram's going to be fire flame. I haven't weekend. posted since we announced the podcast. We have some questions to answer. We sure do. So I think I'll just introduce myself quickly. My name's Elle. I'm Lo. And this is Babel Riot. Welcome. Also, just for the record, um, federally legalized marijuana release every incarcerated person for marijuana-related crimes. It is foul that they are still serving time. Absolutely. Cheers. Absolutely ridiculous. The fact that we're all just, like, sitting in our homes. Being able to smoke a cheesy now. Yeah. And there's people still in jail. For years. Years for a marijuana possession. Make that make sense. It never will. Well, we can do it a separate time. Yeah. Now's not the day to get political, because I could. But we're also riding the train. Upwards and onwards. Yeah. I've, I'm in outer space. I'm almost soaring. <laughs> we're soaring. Not a star in heaven that we can reach. If we're trying, then we're breaking free. <laughs> wow. I don't think we sang last time, so they were probably missing it. Well, you're welcome. Every other episode. <laughs> First question. You watched Harry Potter? Uh, Yeah. I mean, I have, but it was against my will. Elle's weird. Um, I am a Harry Potter stan. I hate J.K. Rowling. I hate Harry Potter. But, yeah, I never really got into the whole, like, sci-fi fantasy genre. (laughs) It's, is that not sci-fi? Science fiction? I know what sci-fi stands for. Do you think magic falls into science fiction? Yes. <laughs> Next. <laughs> what do you dislike about yourself? Um, how much time do we have today? Now, now. <laughs> Let's be kind. <laughs> what do I not like about myself? Yeah. Um, I think my biggest and longest insecurity has been my acne. So if I could fix my acne, I feel like I would feel a lot better. You're on the way. I am. It's definitely getting better. Thank you. Um, for me, I had a personal trainer when I was like, probably like 11. My mom basically was like, yeah, you, we need to help you out. We're going to get you a personal trainer. (laughs) And I was like, sick. That's so fucking sick, mom. Love that. Have you been checked for PCOS? Yes. And it was no. It was a no. Okay. Um, 
And I remember the physical therapist asking me, what are you most insecure about? Like, what do you want fixed? You know, what do you want to change? Mm -hmm. And I was so uncomfortable. First of all, that I was even there. Yeah. Second of all, that I was being asked this question Mm -hmm. by, like, an attractive man in his 20s. Oh, my God. Yeah. And I was just... I said my nose. I was like, yeah... I don't know my nose it's just like a little big for my face and like it's like I have like a perfect nose it's so cute not to brag but you know so when I hear that question it always reminds me of that and he was like no I mean more like you know your arms your belly that's your legs. so gross I was like excuse me sir um so I would say probably my legs I dislike the most just because they're not very long and your girl's got some cellulite don't we all and I'm a little bit knock kneed so. <laughs> <laughs> so if you want to ask my dad for my hand in marriage just Directly email me, babbleriot at gmail.com. Prepare your dowry. And, yep, and I will send over his contact info. <laughs> All right, next question. <laughs> that was the craziest, like, two minutes <laughs> ever. <laughs> you lit, TBH. <laughs> well, thank you. Lit? Lit, you lit. All right, cool, cool. Oh my god, please stop. Okay, thank you so much for that That's amazing so compliment. Nice. What What do you think that means, though? I don't know. If you really break it down, you I lit. can think like you're cool. Like you're like you're cool. Okay. <laughs> you're chill. Let's move on. Like you're fun. Does it mean like you're fun? Does it Does it mean more you're fun or you're hot, or like you're just cool? I think it's like. Cool, nice. Like she just did two thumbs up. <laughs> Obviously, I'm white. Okay, cool. Thank you so much for that compliment. Yeah, I love that for us. One friend you're thankful for. I'm looking right at her. Oh, were you about say, to think about it? I was gonna say I can't think of any. <laughs> That's hurtful. Uh, no, very thankful for L. It's wild because when I was. In school, like, uh, in college, I always want to say university now, because in England, college is not university, like, they're not the same thing. You can call it university, people here will know. I know, but I don't want to be, like, that annoying American who calls it university. Well, technically, it is university. Okay, well, when I was in university, and living abroad, Lolo and I were not that close. Like, we were so close, but... You know, physically, distance-wise, yeah, not close. Yeah, we never talked, but I always, like, obviously knew that if I called or, like, needed you, yeah, you immediately would call. Yeah, we're not really, like, call-each-other friends, are we? Mm-mm. I'm not a big, like, I need to talk to you all the time friend at all. Yeah. I mean, we do text pretty often, but... Now we do, because we're close in proximity. We see each other yeah. a lot. Yeah, that's true. 
But um, it was just really nice always coming home and knowing that we could pick up right where we left off. And mm-hmm. it was, like, never weird. There was never, like, you know, trying to get back to normal stage or anything. Like, it was always just as if we had seen each other the day before. Yeah. Um, and I'm very thankful for those kinds Me of too. friendships. Yeah. Okay. Uh, what's your biggest insecurity? Well. Okay, so we did a physical attribute. Maybe we can do a... What's the other version? <laughs> like, a personality thing? Yeah, like a descriptive insecurity? I don't know. What would that be? I think personality. Physical attribute or a mental attribute? Maybe. Emotional attribute? I don't know. Um, I'm, like, too empathetic. And you're insecure about that? (laughs) (laughs) Um, Sometimes I get insecure about social anxiety. Mm, Yeah, I get that. Like out in public and meeting a whole bunch of people, usually I can hold it together pretty well, but there's Mm -hmm. some times where I just don't know what to talk to you about, so I'm just going to stand here really awkwardly and make the situation worse than just like trying to have a conversation. Yeah. So sometimes I get insecure about that. Before like big events too. Yeah, that's fair. I would say I'm probably most insecure about my ADD. Not like the ADD itself, but how it comes across to other people. Mm -hmm. And I think there's this huge misconception that ADD or ADHD is like fake Mm -hmm. (laughs) or like people can, people are just lazy or unmotivated or whatever it is and that's why they can't get things done or that's why they're constantly moving around or twitching or you know forgetful about things and it's a real thing it's also um a neurodivergency Mm -hmm. so it's definitely real um but I get insecure when I'm like for example if I'm trying to get something done and like I've had all day to do it and I just can't get it done I'm super insecure when someone's like hey did you get that thing done or like yeah you know and you're like uh no just I'm finishing it up yeah and they're like what do you mean you've literally had all day mm-hmm. and I was like okay well why don't you hop into my mind and try to get this assignment done please get the worms moving up there please yeah. can you figure them out Cause... especially in university all my friends would get their work done before me, and I would be up super late working. And it was just like, they were like, what like what are you doing? And I'm like, I wish I knew. I cannot pay attention to save my life. No. What's your dream job? My dream job is to not have a job. I would love to not have to work. And just do, like, passion projects. Like, it sucks that we have to do things that make us money. <laughs> Yeah, totally. My dream job? I feel like a lawyer would be cool. I don't know. I can't really think of my dream job. What? There's like a lot that I would like to do. Like being a doctor would be cool, but I can't do that much school. Being like a marine biologist. Fun. Like Barbie? Sure. (laughs) But I feel like a lawyer would be fun. Because you just get to argue all the time. Wow. I was not expecting that. I don't know what I was expecting, but it definitely was not a lawyer. Actually, I take it back. I'd be a race car driver. 
Or a professional skier would be. That's. <laughs> I don't know. You sound There's like too a many child. Choices. You I sound know. like a seven-year-old boy. I want to be a race car driver. No, wait. I want to be a professional skier. I don't think that those jobs have gender. I didn't say that they had gender. You said I sound like a boy because of the topics that I was talking about. Yeah. It's not saying outright <laughs> oh that it's gendered. I'm losing the plot. I actually wrote a paper just purely out of curiosity. I often will start writing something to figure out how I'm thinking or feeling about it and then end up writing like a full essay. And I wrote a full essay on gender the other day Mm. for purely my own benefit. And it made me think back to that episode where we were talking about transgender and gender Mm -hmm. And I fully get it now. Like, what we had talked about mm-hmm. was not clicking, mm-hmm. but it's fully clicked. Mm-hmm. We're on the same page. Mm-hmm. I love that for maybe, us. Maybe I'll let you read it later. <laughs> Please. I don't think I've ever written it, read anything you've written. Really? Yeah. I don't know what I would have. That's true. <laughs> uh, yeah. I mean, you've read... The stuff that I've done for Babel, right? <laughs> well, yeah. And, like, other posts that you've written in the past on Instagram and stuff. Yeah. Nothing. But, yeah, no, I know what you mean. Alright. I feel like this is going to be a doozy for you to edit. I'm really sorry. That's right. Actually, if I can change my answer, dream job. Yeah. I would write and direct films. That'd be fun. Yeah. Like I've that. already written, like, three screenplays. Wow. And they're just hanging out in my Word documents, never to see the light of day. Maybe one day. Maybe one day. The thing with that, it's like, you kind of have to have money Mm -hmm. (laughs) to start that and to like take time off from doing anything that's currently going to be making you money Mm -hmm. to pursue that. Couldn't you just sell your idea? You can, like you can write it screenplay and then, and then sell it to somebody and they yeah to like do Netflix it. or something yeah. but like I want to be like I would love to put it in like a film festival you mm. know like I want to do it all by myself Ooh. good thing you got that ring light <laughs> you're on your way <laughs> what <laughs> uh, I did I bought a ring light yesterday because I had to leave my old one in England now I know Alex is using it every day to take selfies I hope he does Okay, are you going to get a tat? Yes. I probably won't. You said we were going to get matching tattoos. Did I? Yeah. Oh. I said let's get Bauer right, and you're like, now. And then I we said Yeah, I said when we have a million oh. listen, listens, then I'll get a tattoo. You don't want to do 444? I don't really want to do that with you. I feel like it's your thing. Look, the jury's out, okay? <laughs> I don't know. I'm going to say yes for her. Okay. A tattoo artist would be such a cool job. There's just too many options. Go for it. It's overwhelming. I think you should. Are you a good drawer? I'm not bad. I'm not great at freehand, but I feel like mostly everyone comes into a tattoo shop with pictures or something, and then Mm. you just catch them out. Yeah. I don't know if I, like, sat down in a tattoo artist chair, and they're like, (laughs) I'm not bad. Obviously, I wouldn't say it. All right, well, I'm going to (laughs) go. 
I just specialize in just line art. Okay. So you don't have to get too yeah. crazy with it. This question says, what are your plans this weekend? I'm going to Coachella. Wow. I am going to be here <laughs> in Washington. Mm-hmm. And that is all I know. Wow. I did get asked on a date this week. Are you going to go? I don't know. He's not followed up. I'm like, I, I don't really know what else more I can do or say to these men. Yeah. Um, one of my coworkers, shout out Anda, she, we have a meeting every Tuesday and she was talking to me about how she had a date scheduled for mm-hmm. Wednesday mm-hmm. and, or no, she told me Monday and I was like, oh my gosh, Ellen, I have a couple dating episodes on the podcast. You should yeah. go listen. And she did. And we had a meeting the next day and we sat down and she's like, okay, so I listened to the pod and I actually learned a lot. Oh, good. So love that for her. The date did not go swimmingly. Hmm. Just not a, not a connection, not a vibe. Yeah, that happens. That's okay. I love that she learned something, though. Me too. Okay, do you like anyone ATM at the moment? Um, I like a lot of people all the time. Nice. Yeah. Um, I don't really. But you don't like anyone? I mean, obviously, like, I like my friends and my family, but in terms of crushes, well, I have, like, a couple crushes, I guess, but, like, you know, I don't even know these. Like, online crushes. Yeah, I don't know these people, so it's hard to say. Most embarrassing public moment. I feel like we've gotten this one before, haven't we? I feel like we have. I fell on the (laughs) ground. I had Heelys as a kid. Mm-hmm. And I was obsessed with them. And I remember going to the grocery store one night with my mom. And, of course, I'm healing around the grocery store. Of course. And then as we're checking out, I was hanging on the things that hold, like, the plastic bags. And I was back on my heels and just dicking around like a kid does. Mm-hmm. And they fell out from underneath me. And my ass splatted so hard on Ouch. the floor. It hurt so bad. And, like, the middle Safeway. That's rough. Yeah falling is always super embarrassing yeah have you ever seen someone fall and like instead of looking at them you look away because you don't want them to feel bad like you don't want them to feel embarrassed so you just pretend like you didn't see it yeah i hope a lot of people do that who would win in a fight low or l come on you guys obviously low would i do have a height and probably weight I think, yeah, yeah, I'm pretty confident that I could beat you up. Yeah, I'm pretty confident that... I think that I'd be surprised by how much force you give back. Oh, really? <laughs> <laughs> but I really don't think you have a chance. Yeah, I don't. I don't think I do. Yeah. I've never fought anyone, I don't think, besides my brother when we were younger. Never, no. Don't really see it happening for me either. If you killed someone, how would you hide the body? Um... I'm concerned. Yeah. I don't want to give anyone ideas because I have great <laughs> ideas. Oh my God. I honestly, I know people that watch crime stuff and listen to crime podcasts mm. and are into that know that there's actually good ways to do it. Yeah. I couldn't name you one. Like the first thing that would come to my mind, everyone would be like, that's literally the worst way to hide a body. What would it be? I don't know. Oh. I would always think like burning the body because. Yeah. I guess you're left with bones, though. Yeah. 
Yeah, this is gross. Yeah, I don't um, know. I we're don't not know. a true crime podcast. Yeah, sorry. I don't know. Go to maybe Crime you, Junkies. Maybe you missed it. I also just don't really want to picture myself killing somebody. Yeah, that sounds... that's gross. <laughs> Dark. Fight night. Low versus L. Who would win and why? Allie. He he. <laughs> Did you ask this twice? <laughs> yeah, I was like... <laughs> <laughs> um, obviously me. Like, just look at us. How tall are you? 5'11"? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Are you high right now? Nah. I don't really feel high. That's wild. Do you want some of mine? No. Or my little pen? No. Okay. I just think it's, like, not going to hit me until... We're, like, done with the podcast. Yeah. Great. Would you move back to Germany or the UK? I definitely would if the uh, work visa stipulations were not so strict. Mm-hmm. But... Like, if that ever became a possibility again, I would probably consider it for sure. I'd move to Europe with you. Would you? Sure. Okay. Good to know. Yeah. How often do you go to the doctor? Do you keep up with your health and lab work, like blood tests, etc.? Um, I don't know if you know how much health care costs in the United <laughs> States of America. Um, I am not great, no. I did get blood work done this year no the end of last year but no I don't get it regularly done I try to get blood work done at least once a year and I'm pretty regular about going in for physicals and like my pap smear and all of that so I would say I'm pretty consistent like as consistent as one should be Mm -hmm. yeah when I was in Germany I was I like lived at the doctor because it was free and I was like hey what's up just checking in (laughs) just doing my daily visit (laughs) hi Denise (laughs) Cheryl you're looking beautiful today uh where do you go back to get your master's degree I've thought about it but one I can't afford it and two I just school was not the easiest thing for me and I, I'd rather just move on, you know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I would have to get a degree to get a master's degree, so no. <laughs> I'm not. Would you buy a Dyson Supersonic hairdryer? I lived with a famous person and in Germany, and there was a Dyson hairdryer. Mm-hmm. And... At the time, I didn't realize, like, what they were. Mm-hmm. I was like, this is some weird-ass German shit. And I hated it. I hated them so much. Like, the air was way too aggressive. It's just the way the air comes out, like, it just was kind of all over the place. And the more and more that I hear people talking about it and raving about it, I'm like, are you guys raving about it because it's super expensive and mm-hmm. it's, like, a hot-ticket item and, like, it makes you look cool because you have one or because you actually like it because I did not like them so no I would not yeah I my mom has one and so every time I stay there I'll use it and mm-hmm. I it feel, I feel like it makes my hair more frizzy and yeah. flat and I Very hate flat. the amount of air pressure too much yeah it's way too much okay tips on how to stay healthy doctor's visits lifestyle etc I mean I would definitely recommend going to the doctor at least Twice a year. Twice? Like, yeah. You, I think you only have to go once. You only have to go once, but let's say you get 
you know, cancer or something the day after you've just gone to the doctor and now you have to wait a whole another year to find out? I mean... Doctor visits are expensive, though. I mean, if you have insurance, it's not that expensive. Not everyone has insurance. Okay, well, if you have insurance <laughs> or if you can afford to go to the doctor twice a year, that is my recommendation. Definitely dentist twice a year, every six months. Why is a dentist more important? Go get your teeth cleaned. I feel like they only recommend you go to the doctor one time a year to get a physical if you're like a healthy person and your body is performing the way that it should. I actually don't know. I'm not a doctor. <laughs> Neither of us are professionals in any capacity to be <laughs> offering any kind of medical advice. So Google it. We're about as qualified as Google. Probably less. Honestly, yeah. We're like a Wikipedia page. That's been heavily edited and then <laughs> deleted three-fourths of it. Yeah. And then that's what you Just have. Just like a little bit of info. On. Not a lot. <laughs> <laughs> Sources? There aren't any. Zero. They, that part got deleted. For sure. Uh, but at least once a year. Yeah. At the minimum. Yeah, because you get your like yearly physical. Yeah, and blood work also yearly. Obviously, if you feel ill, like if you feel like something's not right, go to the doctor. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I think it's just important to be very aware of what your body normally feels like. And if it starts feeling a little bit off in any way, to monitor that. And then, you know, if it seems concerning, go to the doctor. Yeah, I fully agree. Um, lifestyle, just stay active. I am about to say eat healthy, which I do mean, but I'm also staring at a box of donuts that I brought over. (laughs) So, balance. Yes. Um, eat your protein, eat your fiber. Veggies. Drink water. I mean, it's a tail as old as A multivitamin. Start taking a multivitamin. Okay. Um, how do I get rid of stretch marks? Baby girl. Baby boy. Embrace it. You can't. There is a treat, like a laser treatment that you can get from a dermatologist's office or like a med spa, but they're super expensive, super painful, and for why? Yeah. You know, like... Everybody has them. Everyone, literally... The thinnest person I've ever seen has stretch marks. Mm-hmm. It doesn't mean anything necessarily. It just means that we grew. Yeah. You you grew. And that's great. That means that you got to live your life out of pre-pubescent childhood. Yeah, congratulations. So, yeah. Um, and the more that we show people, quote-unquote, our flaws... Mm-hmm the more normal they become and mm-hmm. the more people feel secure yeah. when they see those things on their own bodies. Yep. So embrace them. Don't try to hide them. I have them on my right boob and it sucks. Like I hate that. Mm-hmm. But what am I going to do? You know? Just because they, them titties grew, you know? <laughs> them yitties. They were yitting. Yeah. 
All right. Can you talk more about what sex was like with a girl for the first time? Did it feel weird? Did you feel comfortable? What was your experience like? I'm nervous because I've only been with guys and I'm scared I'm going to be bad at sex or not like it. Totally valid. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, my first time with a girl. <laughs> They're off to save lives, okay? Leave them alone. Can you be a little quieter? We're trying to record a podcast. I think it's a 420 related incident. Probably not. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see about that. <laughs> it was nerve wracking. I I think everyone feels like that, whether it's your first time with a man or a woman. Your first time is always gonna be mm-hmm. a little nerve wracking. Yeah. Um I the first person that I had the first girl that I had sex with, she didn't want anything in return. So I felt like when she was doing things to me, I was kind of in the back of my head like, oh shit, I'm going to have to return the favor. Like, what am I going to do? Like, I wasn't really present because I was thinking so much about like, Mm -hmm. how am I going to return the favor, you know? Um, And then when I like tried... She was like, oh, no, like, I don't, nah, I'm good. And I was like, for sure. Thank God. And that's where my pillow princess personality mm. was born. Started to pop off. Yeah. But it's it's different with every person. So, you know, the first girl that you hook up with might not be the same or similar at all to the second girl that you hook up with. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's kind of a hard, did it feel weird? It didn't feel weird, but I think I'd also been thinking about that day or that night, that moment for so long, like specifically with that one girl, Um, but also like for a few years since I realized that I was into women. Mm -hmm. So it was more of like, I can't believe this is happening. Like, it was like a very surreal moment. Mm -hmm. Not weird though. Did I feel comfortable? I did feel comfortable. What about you? Um, The first woman that I ever had sex with was a very good friend. So it was very comfortable. Um, I didn't feel weird just because we already had like a connection and like Mm -hmm. a relationship. So it didn't feel weird. Was that in high school? No. College age. Yeah. and we had both been drinking, so that also helped the situation. Yeah. I was not her first. Do we have any, like, tips we can give this girl? I feel like she's really scared. <laughs> um, I mean, again, everyone gets nervous and uncomfortable yeah. and goofy, and it doesn't matter who you're doing it with, whether they're a male or a female. Mm-hmm. Um. I also like to think that women are probably going to be much more comforting creatures. Mm -hmm. So, like, if you feel comfortable having sex with a man, think about it, like, even with more comfort coming from a woman because it's, like, a very nurturing soul. Yeah. Well, it can be. Yeah. Um, I would say if you're, like, nervous about, like, how to do something or, like, a technique, Google it. Watch porn. Yeah, 
But I feel like lesbian porn it is made for the male viewer, the male you, gaze. Yeah, you can look up like women specific porn sites. Yeah, like, like women or porn for women. Yeah. Made by women. Yeah. For women. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think just don't overthink it. Try to relax, have fun. And like obviously your first time is gonna be like I said earlier, it's gonna be nerve wracking, but mm-hmm. just try to enjoy it. Mm-hmm. And if you want to stop, stop. Yeah, I was gonna say communication. Like, don't, yeah, don't just do it because you feel like oh I've started and like if you don't feel comfortable, don't do it because then you're gonna that's gonna be like how you think and remember your first time with a woman and it's not gonna be nice. Yeah, and you can always change your mind. Absolutely. Okay, how many stuffed animals do you own? Do you own a lot? So rude that someone asked that. <laughs> uh, I think I have like three here. Okay. Are they on your bed? I have two on my bed. One mm-hmm. is like my childhood bear. Mm-hmm. It's like a rainbow, uh, like pastel poo bear. Mm-hmm. And then I have one of those weighted dinosaur pillows that got really popular mm-hmm. during uh, COVID on TikTok. Yeah. Because it's really nice to sleep with. I don't have any, not because I'm like too good for them. Mostly because I just was never into them, I guess. Mm-hmm. People do say that the more stuffed animals a girl has, the freakier she is. So, Would you consider yourself freaky? Take from that what you will. <clears throat> Would you consider yourself freaky? I'm going to plead the fifth. Have you guys heard of the third date rule? What should guys be expecting when going on their third date with someone? Uh, yeah, I feel like we talked about it in the dating pod. Like, you don't sleep with someone until the third date. Did we talk about that? I think I mentioned it as, like, okay. that's kind of, like, I feel like a known expectation Yeah, it's like a rule. universal, yeah. unspoken rule, I yeah. guess. Yeah. But also, it's not, like, do what you want. Yeah. Um... So, obviously, yes, we know about it. Mm -hmm. I think for guys going into the third date, I, like, don't assume it's going to happen. Don't put too much pressure on yourself thinking it's going to happen just because it's the third date. People can always change their mind or say something that gives them the ick or, you know, just kind of like, oh. Literally never bank on having sex. Yeah. Like, you can always prepare for it. Like, if you want to, you know, wash extra, extra, extra. Get a if you little wanna closer. Shave extra, extra. Mm-hmm. You know, you can always be prepared, but Pack a never expect it. Yeah. Because when you expect it, you put pressure, like unknowingly, pressure on yourself and on the other person. Yeah. And that's just not how you want to start sleeping with someone. Yeah. And I feel like expecting it can sometimes almost make it a little coercive, too. 100%. Actually, I was talking to this guy this week. And we matched on Hinge, like, a while ago. And um, we just kind of reconnected a little bit. And he was asking me all, all these questions about the podcast and hump days and, like, this sort of stuff that we talk about. And he was like, why don't you give me some questions? Like, I want to answer these questions. And so I gave him just a few. And one of them was, um, what is your definition of sexual consent and he was like hmm, I've never been asked that question before and I was like of course you haven't yeah which is part of the reason why we 
want to talk about this kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. It's because, like, people don't think about it or talk about it. And yeah. that's a problem. Um, but we, we talked about it a lot. And I ended up telling him probably every single woman that he knows. Like, there's a very high chance that every single woman that he knows has had sex with someone that they didn't want to have sex with. Yeah. Not because they were raped mm-hmm. or anything like that, but because they didn't have the either the confidence to say no or they were scared to say no. Mm-hmm. And, and or they were coerced a little bit. Well, and, being scared to say no is coercive. Like, they had to have had something happen to get here you but know? not necessarily by that person like you could be yeah that's you know true what I mean? that's true like that that's person true. could not have done anything to course you but maybe in a past sexual yep. experience you said no yep. and they said fuck you i'm doing it anyway yeah you know yeah. so that's true it could be in the back of their mind mm-hmm. um but he was like i don't believe that like that can't be true mm-hmm. and i was like i love that you think that but it's challenge very true <laughs> Yeah, Go ask all the women in your life. He was like, now I'm thinking back. like, And I was like, this is not at all to say that it's m- uh, the men's fault. The men's fault. The man's fault. Men's fault. At, like, by any means. There, women also need to be able to speak up for themselves and feel okay saying no. Because there's been a ton of times in my own experience where I know, I knew if I had said no they would have been fine with it mm-hmm. and they wouldn't have, you know, like tried to force me or anything, but I just felt so guilty mm-hmm. saying no, or I felt so, um, like I felt like it was unfair if I said no, like all of these things that I internalized and I could have just said no, but I, I didn't have the confidence to say no. And you're already like in a vulnerable position at that point And it's hard. Mm-hmm. So I told him, like, I think it's really important to be super communicative, like almost over the top communicative when it comes to having sex with someone, because the last thing that you want to do is have someone have sex with someone who doesn't really want to be having sex with you. Yeah. And you don't always know. Yeah. You really don't. Yeah. Because there's a ton of guys that I've slept with and girls where I should have said no and I didn't. Mm-hmm. And, like, I'm not saying that that's their fault at all. That was just my own my own thing. But I know that that's a thing for so many women. Yeah. So I told him on one of the upcoming hump days I'm going to do a poll and just, you know. You just wait Prove my point. Okay. I think we answered that question. Sorry, I went off a bit on a tangent. When does the merch drop? Oh, my God. Um, I don't know. I think Lo and I will probably get a few samples of things and just try them out for a while, see how we like them. I don't know if we're necessarily in a spot (laughs) right now where (laughs) making merch and dropping merch is viable. It was more of, I mean, it it could be, but... We're obviously not purchasing a a bulk merch order and then dispersing it to you guys. You know, it would have to be kind of like a one or like small batch order where like once 20 people have ordered something then it goes into production Mm. and gets made 
Yeah, I mean, the company that I was using just to make mock-ups, mm. you don't have to buy anything in advance. They just take, like, a cut of your... Oh, of every of sale. Your, of your sale. Because then it's you're not, like, platform. wasting any yeah. materials yeah. If, if things don't get bought. Okay, well, maybe closer than you think. Yeah. But I want to keep making some more designs because I was just kind of willy-nilly. Yeah. Looking at things, but it's just fun to create things. It is. But we will let you know. Probably not going to be... If you have some good suggestions for yeah. quotes that you guys really like or designs or anything like that, send them our way. Does Sleeping Bag Boy know he's Sleeping Bag Boy? <laughs> I God, I fucking hope so. I have no idea. I haven't talked to him since we bro- broke it off. Since we broke... Since I broke it off. Yeah. Giving him any credit. Gross, Al. Um, I mean, if he stalks your Instagram or ever checks it, he can see that you have a podcast and if he's really that interested. And he'll see your reel now. Oh my god. If he sees the reel, he'll know. He'll for sure know. You only sleep with one man who sleeps in a sleeping bag. You only make that mistake (laughs) one time in your life. Absolutely. Ideally, none. Right. That's funny. I I wonder if he knows. I really hope so. I hope he's doing some deep internal searching. I hope so, too. Elle, will you start another dating series like you did for Sleeping Bag Boy? Yeah, I actually did get, like, a lot of good feedback from that, and that was fun to do. But I feel like it only worked with him because he was such a hot mess. Yeah. The tea was piping hot every time you saw him. Yeah. And I also just, I was, like, in this weird vacation mode where I didn't really have anything better to do. So, I don't know. Maybe. We'll see. But also, now that I have the podcast, I kind of feel... Yeah, you do it on here. Yeah, like I just kind of talk about my dating life here. So, biggest piece of advice for men when it comes to dating women? I think being intentional. Mm, That's a good one. Is a huge thing because it's multifaceted. Yeah. Because you need to be intentional with the way in which you're dating and why you're dating. Mm -hmm. You need to be intentional with making plans and following up with somebody that you Mm -hmm. were trying to date. You need to be intentional with your communication when you're trying to get to know somebody or when you are first kind of having that like define the relationship conversation so that you guys or, you know, what are you looking for? So you both establish a very good understanding of what the other person wants and intentional listening. I literally Mm -hmm. one of my biggest pet peeve is telling men something and then having them forget and me having to repeat it. And and I mean that goes, like, across the board for anyone. No, but it's, like, specifically men that do that. Yeah. That is also one of my biggest pet peeves. They're like, you never told me that. Literally, I did. Like, five minutes ago. Yeah. We've talked about it three times, probably, actually, that I have plans this Saturday. I'm getting PTSD. (laughs) Also, um, like, a millisecond more of patience of... (laughs) I swear to God, I don't know what it is, but when a man opens the refrigerator and they cannot find (laughs) anything, and then the second they ask and you answer, they're like, oh, found it. My dad does it all the time to my mom, and I'm like, Just don't ask. Just take one more second to keep looking. Just make really extra sure (laughs) that it's not there. Yeah. Sometimes, like, I obviously live with my parents right now, and... They are so good at being patient with each other and communicative with each other. And 
sometimes I get like secondhand annoyance because my mom will be saying something to my dad or, or vice versa. And I'm just like, oh my God, like how are they both not freaking out about these, uh, these questions? You know what I mean? Like yeah. things that would just send me and they're just so patient with each other. And maybe that comes from like years and years of being in a relationship and getting to know each other. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm like, wow, I hope that I can have that amount of patience because just listening to you guys is putting me over the edge. Exhausting. Yeah. And I mean that in like the nicest With way peace possible. And love. With peace and love. <laughs> Biggest piece of advice for men dating women. I want to say like either being like communicative, actually I'll say conscientious because I feel like that encompasses a whole load of things sort of in the way that you were pointed. Mm-hmm. Um, it's intentional kindness. It's communication. It's thinking of the other person and how your actions will affect them. Mm-hmm. Um, how your behavior will look. Right. Because who you spend time with and who you choose to spend time with is a direct reflection of you. Who you choose to date and who you choose to go out and present mm-hmm. yourself in front of the world with mm-hmm. does say, uh, like, reflects your character as well. So, Absolutely. Or, or your partners. So making sure that you're being conscious of the way that you're representing your relationship. Yeah. And I think that's a trait that at least a lot of men that I've encountered lack. And I don't necessarily think it's something that like can't be changed. I Mm -hmm. think it's just this awareness that you either are aware you're not. So I think tuning in to how whatever you're doing also affects the people that you're dating or even like your friends or your family yeah. like a lot of issues could be dodged 100% if in this scenario men were a little bit more conscientious mm-hmm. conscientious Especially, partners while you guys are with the boys I don't know what it is but you guys get so wrapped up in acting like literal idiots children, children. I don't think that stops Toddlers. I think that's just that's just how they are always. Well, I think at some point you kind of grow up and you actually realize that there are consequences to, like, mm-hmm. bad behavior. Yeah. So I think at some point it it gets better. Yeah. Does it stop? No. I don't necessarily think, like, the childishness aspect stops, but hopefully... Maybe the content and what you're doing right. or, like, yeah, the yeah. behaviors you're exhibiting yeah. get better and change. But you're right, it is kind of always feeding into that childish boyish behavior right i got a lot of dms last week Mm -hmm. when i asked for our listeners to submit some first dating horror stories and i was only able to read out a few last week so i'm going to read a few more this week so this first date was submitted by a man He says, so when I was living in England, I was in between cars and borrowed a car from a friend to go on a date. We had planned to go to the cinema, not a great first date idea, but we both wanted to see the film, so it worked for us. Anyway, I picked her up and we drove to the cinema. 
The cinemas closed for some reason, which I now, 16 years later, can't remember why. But as not to make the date a complete blowout, we went to, to a pub just down the road and, and played pool and had a few drinks. Much better first date idea than cinema. After a few pints and games of pool, I wanted to give her a lift home. The cinema car park had closed its barrier and locked it with a chain. My friend's car was stuck inside. We were in a small town slash village outside of London. Her dad was a taxi driver. He then came to pick us up. No. And as I lived around 40 minute drive away, he offered that I stay at theirs on the (gasps) sofa. After spending the night, her dad then drove me back to my car, aka my friend's car, the morning after. I dropped her off at work and got the chance to meet her work colleagues who already knew of our misfortunes. Then arrived at the car to drive home and explained to my friend why I had kept his car the whole night and he missed an appointment that morning. That sucks. Eek. That's like one of those things where I feel like it could be like a love like a love story. You know, like Yeah. You know, a friend's car got stranded and now your dad's picking us up in his taxi. Like it sounds like a movie, you know? Yeah, I think if some of the circumstances were different, it maybe could have been, but it sounds like... Wait, did you bang this girl? I want to know. Was there a second date? Oh my god, send us updates. Send us updates, we want to know. Okay, we're already at an hour, so I'm just going to do one more. So, this woman said, I once went on a date with a guy, and from the start, it was all bad. We were meeting at Kulon, which is like... How would you describe Kulon? Like a lake park? Yeah, it's a park on Lake Washington, which is like a medium-sized, spread-out lake. Yeah. And when he got there, we started awkwardly walking around. Walking dates. What on earth is going on outside? Just some stuff. They heard that you wanted to be a race car driver. (laughs) They're all hands on deck. They need to replace their timing belt. Okay. So they were walking around Kulon. He said he had wine, but he forgot a wine opener. And I was like, oh, no worries. And he was like, let's walk to Target to buy one. And I was like, are you sure? Do we need, do we really need wine? And he looked at me almost offended and said, you don't want my wine? So then, like the people-pleasing princess I am, I walked my ass all the way to Target with this man. Which, what do you think that is? Like a mile? Yeah, but... But it's, like, a lot when you're, like, on a date. Like, yeah. You surely weren't dressed to just, like... Right. Crank out a mile in freaking downtown Renton. <laughs> okay. Um, once in Target, we went to the aisle, and I found a wine opener. And he goes, I'm looking for something cheaper. So he continues to scour the shelves for one and picked up a strawberry holer. He picks it up and announces loudly to Target... This looks like a butt plug. So then I'm over it. So I tell him, I'll buy the opener. And then he's like, okay, can I go look at the toys? Stop. Oh my god. And I truly was like, be for real right now. So we went to the toys. And then after, he said, video games. (laughs) So we went to the video games. Then as we are finally leaving Target, he goes, ooh, Pokemon card. And proceeds to go sift through them. We got back to Kulon and my ass was out. And love the podcast and resonate with you gals so much. Thank 
Cute. That's Cute. foul behavior. Why? Why are men? Don't say ooh, all excited like that. Like what? That could give me the ick. Like a a man like oh. celebrating toys. I legit would have called his mother and been like, can you come pick up your son? He's in the toy aisle at Target. We were on a date, but I just don't think this is going to go anywhere. <laughs> that's rough. Yeah. I think that's all we have for tonight. A rippy today. rippy wrap? Rippy rippy wrap. Venmo me so I can buy drinks at Coachella. Actually, yeah. <laughs> Venmo me as well uh, because I didn't get paid this week. Hmm. And I work really hard on this podcast. You do. So my Venmo is my name, L. So that's spelled E L L E. <laughs> and then the numbers 2794 follow that. So just, you know, 30, 40, 50, 60 bucks. 100. 100. Whatever is comfortable. Whatever you feel like, go ahead and donate. Uh huh. It's to a great cause. Uh huh. Low, what's your Venmo? Uh, low cat with a unknown amount of T's. Okay. Usually between three and five is when I can. Because all the freaking low cats are always taken for some reason. That's weird. I know. Make sure you pay the right low cat. Yeah. It's a picture of Donate. Me. Sorry, pay is not the right word. Fund my drinking at Coachella. It's a fund. I'm starting, I'm raising a fund. Yeah. No, I think that's appropriate. Yeah. Um, Yeah. I hope everyone had a safe 420 Blaze It holiday. Yeah. And that your week is spectacular. Yeah. And sunny. Okay. We're going to go because we're, <laughs> we're a little bit high. Are you high right now? I don't know. Do you love this shit? I don't know. Have Do you, you ever get heard nervous? This? Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes. Bye. 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 everyone it's me l co-host of babble riot we are so grateful you're part of our community if you like this episode please leave us a five-star rating wherever you're listening it really helps us out and if you're feeling extra generous you can write us a raving review if you didn't like the episode shh keep it to yourself make sure you're following us on our socials at babble riot to stay up to date with the latest babble riot news and to participate in the hump day series thanks guys